Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly yes. always leads to better than expected outcomes. Mm-hmm. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in Culver City, California, the heart of Screenland. Woohoo! And the title of today's show is... Life is a highway. Make sure you're going in the right direction. Is it a highway to heaven or a highway to hell? The choice is ours. If our thoughts are going in the right direction, we will always arrive at a better than expected destination. Today, we will share how we can enjoy our daily commute. The daily word during our second segment will be right path. Yes. And that was how we chose our topic. This is how we do it. I forgot the rest of that song. Well, my neighbors, you got much flavor. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of neighbors. Speaking of neighbors, what? Should we do some breathing to start off? Or? Yeah, I think so. Were well, you going to do a Jim Neighbors impersonation? I was thinking about it, but he said he doesn't... He doesn't sing like his voice is in real life. Oh, I see. Does he have a good crooning voice or something? Yeah, like he has like a super deep voice. Like he'll go, golly, and then he'll, life is a highway. <laughs> it, was, it blew my mind as a kid. I, I couldn't comprehend it. So he put out albums like Dr. Joe Vitale that we were he, reading about today? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so to kick things off, we'll do a few breaths together. And uh, it's very simple. You can tell what we're choosing today. I get my kicks on the highway to heaven. Wow. Sound good? Yeah, I like it. I just I was imagining your Camaro, us riding down the road and the funniest thing, Camaro, and that's what came to us. That's right. We had to whittle that one down, didn't we? Yes. Took a lot of breathing yes, to yes. get to this one. So we'll take a breath to clear our mind first. Right, here we go. 
Ah, I get my kicks on the highway to heaven. Ah, I get my kicks on the highway to heaven. Ah, I get my kicks on the highway to heaven. Ah. So today we're just basically talking about how it's really it's it's really important to pay attention to the direction our thoughts are moving. That's right. We know how they what direction by how we feel when we're thinking what we're thinking. And this has come up for me. Uh, uh, I think the first place I read it, though it's not the first place this metaphor has been used, was in this book "Ask and It Is Given" by Esther and Jerry Hicks. And I'll read you just a. Few lines from that, because yeah. then we have a much older reading from Emmett Fox, where he brings up the same yes. principle. But in in this book, asking it is given. They say, consider this question: If I am in Phoenix, Arizona, and it is my desire to be in San Diego, California, how would I go about getting to San Diego? The answer to this question is easy to hear. No matter what your mode of transportation, by air, by car, or even on foot. If you will face in the direction of San Diego and continue to move in the direction of San Diego, then you must reach San Diego. We want you to understand that the trip between wherever you are and where you desire to be is as easily attainable as the trip from Phoenix to San Diego. Once you understand how to discern where you are going along the way, or where you are along the way, yes. So a good indicator for me is how I feel. Yes, me too. And this is from September 22nd, yes, around the year with Emmett Fox. And we're just going to... Just get that part. Start here. You can yeah, we're yeah. Gonna, we're not going to read the whole thing. Yes. All these books that we read from, um, you could find them on Good com forward slash down end. Yes, and this goes perfect. Let me show up. Or we did a show about not listening to the monkey in the middle, not being stuck with it. Just go two directions, right? That's right. And this is like the next step. How do we get into alignment so that everything's moving in the, in the same direction? And how do we choose what that direction is? How do we even know what direction we're going, right? Yeah, and even if we're going in a healthy direction, sometimes there's some bumpy lanes. Yes. And now we can change a lane without necessarily doing a screeching U-turn and causing a pileup yes. in our consciousness and in our minds and, and yes. actually having some sort of nervous breakdown. Right. Um, and this is called faith in two ways. Are you double-minded? Jesus says that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways and that such a person need expect nothing from the great law. This is very obvious common sense. If you affirm one thing now and the opposite in a half an hour... If you meditate helpfully and then go downstairs to talk trouble, it is entirely natural that you should fail to influence people with the peace that comes with prayer. And then he gives an example. 
If you stepped into a taxi at Grand Central and told the driver to take you to Central Park, and then after a block told him to drive you to the battery, and then after a couple of blocks asked him to go to Central Park again, you could hardly expect the driver to land you at any destination. And yet this is what a good many of us do in practice. We affirm both harmony and disharmony until the subconscious mind is completely muddled and, of course, our lives are in confusion. Where our words and deeds reinforce one another, the effect is powerful and the result is certain. Where they are not in accord, they cancel out, leaving us where we started or more likely worse off. Those are some serious words. Yes. You got to try not to get afraid by afraid of some of the things you read in metaphysical books. And I, I, I avoid from getting too panicked because I could read something like this and go, Oh yes. no, that means, cause I do that. That means I'm ending up nowhere and my life's going to yes. end up muddled. And I got to remind myself, the good news is with all these metaphysical readings, if something like that comes up and causes a little fear and doubt, yes. Remind yourself that life always flows in a positive direction. Yes. And that grace is the overall law, meaning we always get more positive than we deserve. Yes. And more positive than we consciously even think. Yes. So knowing that, we're basically just catching ourselves when we start to veer off course yes. it doesn't necessarily mean to go into which i tend to do oh no no how am i going to get out of this i'm going to cause more wreckage from my thinking yes, i gotta yes, stop yes, thinking yes. like this i gotta stop and by doing that i'm digging myself in deeper yeah i feel even more depressed right because i know what i should be doing right and i was going through that over this weekend and it was it was a living hell it was a highway to hell yes and i had to keep reminding myself all these truths, that life flows in a positive direction, that grace is the law of the yes. universe, life is in abundance, harmony is in abundance, Yes. and all I need to do is to, as soon as I can, just cooperate little by little yes. more with flowing in a positive direction. And I know when I'm doing that because all of a sudden, at moments throughout the weekend, Then I would fall back into um, the other way, and I'd go, uh-oh, i got to steer back into, uh, into the, the positive way of thinking. Yes, yes, yes. And because the, 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 the divine truth underneath it all, like you said, does not change based on our mood in that moment. That's the, that's the beauty of it. We have this conscious mind that can either be going in the highway to heaven or the highway right. to hell. But the heaven still remains. Right. And all of those feelings are just indicating that we're getting off the beam like we've talked about right. in other situations. Like you're saying, if we're off the beam and we rush, even rush too fast to like make change ourselves it. wrong or change it. This is, what, this is why we like that metaphor about being like on the freeway going to San Diego or whatever. If, or, and all of a sudden you realize you're on the wrong freeway, you're headed towards Phoenix. You can't just pull a U-turn no, you'll cause on the, the freeway. You, <laughs> yes, you got to slow down, pull off, 
find an exit, right? Find yeah. an exit that works where you're going to be able to get back on the other way. And what we mean by that is a reading. I, I'm, I'm going to read some affirmations that really help with like an yeah. exit for me from uh, Ernest Holmes, yes. the science of mind in a bit. Yes. But yeah, whatever it takes, that exit that's comfortable, that your mind can cooperate with yes. naturally without resisting. Yes. And then you'll make your way back and head in the proper direction again. Yes. And, you know, and that is a huge step for anyone. Even doesn't matter how long you've been practicing this stuff. And, a lot, and this is why I love the teachings of like the Esther and Jerry Hicks stuff. That one of the, that's one of the places that has helped shine light on this particular thing, which is you cannot jump from a place of despair to a place of like joy, like lickety split. You have to like incrementally slow down because a lot of the times I've been thinking these negative thoughts for a long time. So they have momentum, right? Yes. And I have to keep reminding myself that I said all that stuff in motion a long time ago, even though it seems like it's going fast now, I'm no longer investing in it. You know, I just have to keep shifting my attention gently over to something like Daryl, you said something earlier about the best thing to do when you're feeling that way. Yeah. You're telling me what you like. Oh yeah. Well, cause I was going through this yesterday yes. and I knew that just sitting around and feeling sorry for myself was going to make it worse or laying there and trying to read more books, wasn't working, yes. meditating. None of those things were helping. Me. Yes. So I realized, and I, I wrote it down because it came to me as I started doing it. The best way to, get out of self, and then I put pity in parentheses, nice. is by lifting up others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what I did was I went out, and I people I saw that I hadn't seen in a while, Yes, I, I was honest, and I told them how great they looked. And right, right. Was, you know what I mean? I was looking for, and it yes. felt so good to do. It wasn't yes. fake. I just allowed myself not to resist the natural desire to compliment people. Yes. And I'll tell you, after an hour of being with these people and, and doing that, yes. I felt like, okay, I'm home free. I'm out of this depression. Yes. You know, it'll creep back in a little later, yes. or a few hours later. But at least, like I was telling my wife, Lori, you know, honey, don't worry. I'll get through this. I just got to dig new grooves again. Yes. I'm, in a, I'm in a part of the album I don't like. Yes. You know, when they, the record albums used to have a groove in them. Yes. And I, you know, I'm trying to get the needle into the next groove. And once yes. it gets into that next groove, because my positive groove is pretty well-worn just yes. as much as my negative yes. groove. Once I can get it to hop over and stop skipping in this right, negative groove, right, right, right. the album will continue to play and my, 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 my spirit will lift again. Yes. I mean, we get in the habit. I, I get in the habit of listening to certain albums and it's like, I, so doing something like you're talking about is like, you got to listen to a whole new record for yes. a little while. You can't like, cause I would sit there and I'd try to whittle away at that old record and somehow change it. Oh. Blah, blah, blah. Sometimes you just got to put the, the old record or, or the subject that you're thinking about. Like for me this week, it was about school and about some paperwork and stuff that I needed to take care of. But I had to get my mind. It was weird. I had to, I, I would gently look at it and say, okay, I'll do this one little step. And then I had to walk away and take my mind completely off it and do something totally different. Come back, do a little piece. And now I'm starting to build, like you said, a new groove, some new positive momentum. Yeah. Because the story that was going through my head was so awful, you know, about that's the reason I was running kind of from that paperwork in the first place is because deep inside my gut, I didn't realize I had this story oh. that, about being like kind of insignificant going inside myself. And it, it's, it's not something that, like, when I believed it for a long time, it's not necessarily just going to vanish in one minute. You know, it's no. going to take some time, and I have to keep switching the record. 
Yeah, it's all about being gentle. There was so, actually, I was going to say, there's a great reading uh, that talks about, you know, the similar to what you're saying about playing the old record and fo- focusing on that old record, yes, that old yes, tune, yes. and how it just makes it more complicated. It doesn't yes. solve the problem. Yes. And then I realized we're going to be talking about that in the next yes. segment because that was in the Daily Word this morning. Yeah, I mean, I had it today. I went to this lunch group that I, I was doing. And uh, um, see, I, I, I started out with a good head of steam. Things are going in a positive direction. But all of a sudden, I started to feel kind of sad and I felt overwhelmed. I mean, this is a challenging group of kids. I had three groups in a row, mind you. But suddenly this girl, one of the girls looked at me and she said, he looks sad, everyone, because there was kids running around. I mean, they were joyful, but they were not paying a lick of attention to me. And I started to like, I couldn't fight it. I was either going to fight myself or fight them. But I just, I put, I just kind of took a breath. I said, you know what? My inner being doesn't believe any of this stuff I'm thinking because I was getting mad. I was feeling, and then I let the kids go to recess. I say, I acknowledge, yeah, you're right. I do feel sad. I, I did my best. I just said, all right, everybody. I had to stop, like, okay, we're not going to listen to the song. I just, I'm just in a bad place right now. So <laughs> I sent them on their way. First, I wanted to, like, I'm going to change everything. I'm going to change this group, blah, blah, blah. Then I laid down on the ground. I just started forgiving myself. I started thinking positive things. Then I realized 99% of the people in these groups were being positive. And even the kid that was being, like, kind of not listening to me, he was even just so joyful. So, I laid there, I got back in touch with myself, and I said, you know what, before I leave here, I went out to the playground, I, I thanked all the kids that were, I said, look, you guys did a great job today, I was feeling a little off, I didn't realize I had all that stuff Doesn't coming up. Doesn't feel good when you do that? I almost started crying, because I told one girl who I said she couldn't listen to her song this week, I said, you know, that had nothing to do with me, and uh, with you, and you were right, I was feeling sad, I don't know where it was coming from, but I just really want to thank you for coming and participating so well. And she was like, floor, I mean, these girls, these girls in fourth grade. But I felt like so much better leaving yeah. there instead of like trying to change the outside circumstances. I made that inner shift. It, it felt so good to talk to these little kids and thank them and acknowledge that it wasn't them that was having the issue, it was do you me. Know, do you know how much that's teaching them? Because most adults, and like when I was a kid, would I? They were always adults. It was a whole different can of worms. Yeah. Like they never talked to like me like that, and they were supposed to be serious, and I'm right. supposed to obey them. Yeah, and, yeah. But if I had adults talking to me like you did with them, it would have trans. Th- that's teaching. Yeah, I that, felt that's it too. Teaching kids amazing things. I went out of there feeling like a million bucks. Well, so we're coming up to the break here, and coming up next. We will read the Daily Word, which is Right Path. And uh, so thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. You are listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. To support this ministry, go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Your contribution helps us broadcast messages of love and inspiration throughout the world.
If you've ever wondered how a specific Bible verse might be interpreted metaphysically, then Interpret This is for you. In Interpret This, Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley answers your questions about the Bible and how to apply its verses to your life with passion, depth, and spiritual insight. To submit a question or to enjoy any of his numerous metaphysical interpretations, visit unity.org and click on the Interpret This box. Have you heard about Dr. Tom Shepard's new program on Unity Online Radio? Tom Shepard, isn't he the Unity Magazine question and answer guy? Right. Well, they've actually turned him loose with a radio show, and I hear it's going to be pretty edgy. Edgy? Like what? Guest panelists and students from Unity Institute and Seminary, topics like abortion, gay marriage, war and peace, environmental issues, Islamic fundamentalism, universal health care, religion and politics, current events. Yeah, but they'll all be Unity people, right? Dr. Tom and his students will talk about the hard questions facing all people today, sometimes joined by rabbis, priests, liberal and conservative ministers, Buddhist monks, Baha'is, Hindus. And he's going to interview them on the program? Better. He's going to introduce a controversial topic and let students and special guests go for it. This could get explosive. Does he have guys in black shirts standing by to break up the fights? (laughs) If I know Dr. Tom, he will keep it both friendly and spirited. Whoa, I gotta hear this. When and where? The program is called Let's Talk About It, and it's on every Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio. So let's talk about it. Definitely, let's. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Life is a highway. Make sure you're going in the right direction. Hark, hark. Yeah, baby. So we want to take a moment in the beginning of this segment to thank our listeners. That's right. That's the most important audience we have. It's so true. Besides uh, Jeff, besides getting to spend our time, we'll talk about him in a minute. That's right, because we do have one listener that's that's actually not only listened to every episode, but he's the only one who's got to watch us live during each and every episode. Although Jeremiah claims, the station manager just claimed that eventually there's some YouTube episodes uh, will be, well, we have our own YouTube channel, by the way, speaking of YouTube, you can tune into that. Funniest thing with Daryl and Ed on YouTube. That's right. We have some great videos. We watch them ourselves when we need a little uh, boost. Yeah, and if we don't watch them for a while, I forget that it's me, and I think I'm watching two other guys, and they're very helpful. I know. There's some helpful lads. and So we want to thank our listeners, like we said, and we also want to thank our tweeters out there, because this past week, uh, some of our tweets have been retweeted by at Success Well, they've been t- trending. Trending. Whatever that means. <laughs> at success quotes. I don't even know what it means. At Shockley events. At Ari Shockley. At Inmo Gestiona. At Can Do Quotes. 
Um, also, at Polly Colano, last week texted us with regards to your wife was worried about her haircut. That's right. She said, every woman goes through this with a haircut. Every single one of us. Now, why don't you tell them which one of our tweets got, like, the most, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this thing got retweeted, favorited. I mean. We also, but before I do that, I want to thank our new followers, Zena Shabaklo at Entrepreneur16Z on Twitter. She has a website, Entrepreneur16.com. Well, thank you. So thank you for following us. But we had a tweet this week uh, up on our page that said, Angels fly because they take themselves so lightly. Wow. Wow. So we had a... we come up with that? Or we, we probably borrowed it from somewhere. Yeah, well, you know how the Facebook is. Things get passed around. Yeah, I think that was Ben Franklin's famous quote. Is that right? No, I don't know. <laughs> well, ben-
Yeah, because what happens is when I get on these detours of thought that are going down these roads that don't feel good, all I'm doing is delaying the good. Like the good still it's trying to chase me down. I'm like the dude's yes. a hazard driving down these dirt roads, jumping over stuff and like cra- almost crashing my car. All the while, the good is still seeking me, but it's just all in the other yeah. direction, right? And it's like, Ed, come back here. And I'm like, no, no. You know? Meanwhile, like, the cop is trying to wave you down because he's actually got your wallet that you left at the 7-Eleven. Exactly. But you're like, no, i got to get away. Yeah, and that's how it's been for me with this regards to this paperwork. What I, and what I, under, what I uncovered in myself just briefly earlier when I laid down after that lunch group left, I realized I had this belief that I was small and insignificant. And this, so I found, like the Alan Cohen reading in the beginning, I found the one tiny, out of 50 pieces, I found the one piece that was reflecting back to me that I was small and insignificant because I was believing it already. He wasn't even really saying that, but no. I was taking it that way. And But once I, 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 I settled into that and I listened to it, that's the one thing, because it was moving so fast, I couldn't run, I just stopped, I listened. First, I, re, I felt like, it's okay to be small and insignificant. I let that I let that unfold. Yes. And then I just rested and I relaxed. And you know what? Those small be those small actions I took after that were not insignificant at all, but it was still I took these small actions to go up to each one of those students and thank them. And that changed everything. So the good was still there. I just wasn't able to see it because I was so caught up in this belief that I was small and insignificant. That was a bad thing and I was a bad – and who knows how long ago I picked up that belief. Well, there's a couple of things that I can't stress enough and we're bringing up a lot during this episode. Yeah. And that is that when we're in that space, no matter what I do, sometimes even reading the best spiritual book, yes, I can only see – the punishment in it. Yes. You know what I mean? It's I saying do. a lot of good. It's reminding me that thoughts are things. But now I'm going, oh, no, I knew it. Thoughts right. are things. I'm going to ruin my entire future. I'm going to attract this bad that I don't yes. want. i got to stop it. And that's that's not what these books are for. And i got to remind myself, do something different. Yes. You know, do something different. And that's when the idea to lift somebody else up, compliment yes. somebody, just get outside, take a walk. Right. And it was move. I mean, I was literally making myself move a muscle, yeah. change an emotion, just do what's in front of me to do. You know, that reminds me too, is that one of the things that I start reminding myself is the intuition's still working. Yes. And, and sooner, like, I just keep reminding myself, if I just keep dumbing down, I'm just going to do this. And sooner or later, those, I'm going to start hearing the intuition because it's always talking to us. That, that voice is always there. Even though, even when we're not listening, it's still there. And so we just got to keep dumbing down like you did with the prayer line, river, that so we can let it through, so we can hear it. And then when we hear it, it's it's if if we if we can if we can, it's good to just move in the direction of our intuition that it's leading us. There was one great quote, and it's funny. You never know where the stuff is going to come from to help you. Yeah, and you know, say what you want about Facebook. Yeah, but this came up, and my wife said you got to read Amber. Kara's uh, post. Yes. She's a roller derby comrade of my wife's. Uh, yes, that's true. My wife has done roller derby. Her yes. roller derby name is the Pitbull Pinup. And Amber, who's doing roller derby in New York right now, wrote this on her wall. It was perfect for me. It yes. relieved this. And it said, you have a right to your imperfections and shortcomings. You don't have to feel guilty yes. for not being perfect. Yes. And then there was one other line that I heard from a, a woman. 
And I promise we're going to read the daily word. But this may be helpful to people out yes, there. Yes, I'm so glad you're reading this. This because, is so important. Because this one really helps squ- squash what I was feeling. Just give me one second. Yes. Here, here it is. It says, remember, and this is actually a quote from a 12-step book okay. called uh, 12 Steps and 12 Traditions. Yes. It's, it's in there in step 10. It says, remember that to some extent, most people, meaning all of us, yes. are emotionally ill and frequently wrong. Yes. And when I can accept that about myself right. and everyone, what a relief. Yes. You know, I love that you read that. And that's why I love, again, Abraham Hicks stuff is because it, it in, in their stuff and in what you're reading here, they go as far as to say, and I really believe this is true, the whole our whole expansion of our lives and the expansion of God is, is happening when we veer off course. We learn something new. We keep expanding and expanding. And it's if you take out right and wrong and just look at it as like, our thoughts sometimes get into alignment with who we are. Sometimes they go out of alignment. When, when I say that to myself, when I see someone doing something I don't like them doing, and I say, ah, I can understand. Their mind's just out of alignment with who they are. I do that all the time. Yes. I, I, I instantly relax. And I need to do that with myself. Yes. So I need to allow myself to treat myself yes. with those ideas and think that way about myself. Yes. Because I tend to go right into guilt. You're yes. a horrible person. You're screwing everything up and you deserve to be punished. I'm so glad you said that because I am also in that boat where the real like victories for me is when I can yeah say to myself, no, no big deal, Ed. Your mind just went out for a little bit. It's coming back now. Man, that is a major victory for, for both Daryl yes. and Ed when we're able to do that. And that's what this stuff is all about. And this is why it's not like we rail against, but we try to shine a different light instead of looking to some guru who knows it all or someone who's selling you on a, 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 what I call a false belief that they live in this reality all the time that you don't know about. We all know about it. It's here. We all yes. have equal access to it. No one knows more than you do about your own reality and why you're here and anything like that. And that's why we tend to sometimes sound like we rally against gurus, but that's why we say we're not gurus. We're all in this together. And the two most healing words in the human language, in any language, are me too. Yes. Me too. (gasps) Me too. When we hear someone share and we can identify me too, and we're talking about our mistakes, our imperfections. Yes. I thought everyone wanted me to be perfect, right. and I constantly punished myself for not being perfect and felt guilty. I find out yes. everybody loves me for being imperfect Yes, because you know, it gives yes. them relief. And I think I would imagine at some point the word guru was just like the word reverend in the unity tradition was used as a, a, a reverential term when you're talking about someone else, not something that you called yourself. Because right. we know that Eric Butterworth did not call himself that. Uh, Papa Charlie, a.k.a. Fillmore, the Earl, yeah, who they was all the founder had the belief that it was something, it was a way of complimenting someone else, else. And by calling them that. And that was probably the way Guru was in the beginning yeah. as well. That's what, We're just making fun of the way these things are used so that we lighten up and realize that we all have access to this stuff. Should we jump into this? Yeah, we got two minutes to knock out a, one of the best daily words ever. You want to read this? Go, you read it. All right, it's called Right Path for Wednesday, April 23rd, 2014. I am on my right path and perfect, I am on my right and perfect path. 
Sometimes life seems anything but simple. Yet the more I focus on how complicated a situation is, the more complexity I create. My imagination never pauses. Left to wander, it will often create problems and obstacles. But I can choose differently. I let go and surrender the situation to the power of God within. I give my imagination a rest and listen for divine guidance. I know that God's guidance is neither complicated nor negative. It is simple, peaceful, and true. It feels right. Back on the right path, centered in God consciousness, I now direct my imagination to envision the good unfolding in my life, and I am grateful. And then the reading is from John fourteen twenty six, and it says, The Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything. And that is about all we have for the second segment. Yeah, and, and going into the break, title. let's give a shout-out to our sponsor, which is uh, iItaly, the one-stop spot online for info and entertainment concerning Italy and Italian-Americans. You can visit them online at i-italy.org. If you do, you'd see a Funniest Thing banner frequently. You'll see some of Daryl's writings up there. That's right. And we've got to end this. What? You know, once again, we encourage you to go dailyword.com and subscribe because the Daily Word, it's not just for little old ladies. Go, granny, go, granny, go, granny, go. So coming up after the break, we have the joke of the day, the listener mailbag, Daryl and Ed's Funniest Things for the Week and more. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Hello, listeners. Did you know we've gone mobile? That's right. Your favorite Unity online radio programs are available on your mobile device. Now you can take us with you wherever you go. Using apps from Live 365 or Stitcher, you can listen to Unity Online Radio live or on demand. To learn more, visit Unity Online Radio and click on Mobile Listening. We know that God is the source of our prosperity, but how do we manifest it in our lives? We simply change our limiting patterns around money, relationships, and health. Then, naturally, our vitality goes up, and so does our cash flow. We start to live with purpose, sharing our unique ability. Join us on Prosperity Power Hour every Monday at 1 p.m. Central Time to claim your divine inheritance. Prosperity for all. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. Life is a highway. Make sure you're going in the right direction. Yeah. Welcome back to the funniest thing. And uh, let's kick off this this segment with a reading. So we've talked a lot about being on the on the highway, and so the you know knowing if we're on the highway to heaven or the highway, highway to, to hell, hell, right? 
So we got a couple just quick readings. One's from Joseph Murphy, Peace Within Yourself. And I don't think we mentioned yet, if you want any of these books, you can buy them from an online distributor by going to Daily Word. No, no. By going to Goodreads, goodreads goodreads.com forward slash Daryl and Ed. That's goodreads.com forward slash Daryl and Ed. You click on the book you want, and uh, it will lead you to like Amazon or whatever where you can purchase it. Yeah, and I want to thank a lot of our listeners who have been thanking us for the Goodreads lineup yes. because they've been able to have like a one-stop right. spot to find books because they relate to what we read on the show. So they don't have to think, well, where am I going to find this stuff? Yeah, It's all right there, and you can pick any one of those books that calls out to you. And I guarantee if you like what we're talking about on this show, yeah. you'll enjoy any one of those books right. we suggest. And, you know, we as well thank our tech department, a.k.a. Eric Varndell, who figured out how to actually access that list. So yes. thank you, because we were in the dark for quite some time. <laughs> so in Chapter 6 on In Peace Within Yourself, Joseph Murphy simply says, We must be friendly, not that we may gain friends, but because it is a God-given attribute to be friendly. So that's this indicator. When we're on... Like you were saying, being friendly, not it's not just to go out and win friends. It's no. because it helps us remember who we really are because when we remember who we are, we're naturally friendly. Yeah, and it actually can lift – it will, not can. It will lift you out of a negative yes. uh, lane. You know, it'll help you change into a more positive lane on travel on your commute during that day yes. mentally. And this, this little reading is from Man's Victorious Spirit. How to Release the Victory Within You by Jack H. Holland. And, uh, Which is uh, no longer in print. Sorry, we, were, we would put it on our, yes. on our Goodreads list. I got this at an amazing Unity library, the lending library in Tustin. They, you can go in there, and, and if it calls to you, it actually says, you don't have to leave money or anything. If you feel called, bring a book. If you feel called to take one, take one. It's amazing. So I picked this one out because it has this old school cover, and Daryl has taught me to look for these weird old school covers because they're always the best ones. So on page 34, he says, perhaps one of the most important of all forgotten lessons of Christianity and most religions, we were talking right. about this, is to look at life with joy. We should realize that all of Jesus's teachings were a very positive nature, were of a very positive nature. Jesus was never negative about anything and his words and acts were full of joy and comfort. Let us not surround Jesus' teachings with too much solemnity and with great ritualistic form. This removes the joy of spontaneity. Medical science, even Freudian psychologists tell us the importance of enthusiasm, of spontaneous joy, of being uh, being in a happy, positive frame of mind. This was the very heart of Jesus' teaching. We should learn to laugh more, smile at our neighbors. We should start bringing good cheer through our words and actions just as Jesus did. It is through enthusiasm, joy, it is through enthusiasm and joy that our light can shine forth. Ah. Yes. And before we do our joke, let me just throw these out there, because these were very helpful to me over the weekend. Yes, yes. I I really, uh, I mean, both Daryl and I have kind of been through the mental ringer this week, and uh, so Daryl's been using this uh, medicine on himself, so he knows that it works. Yeah, this is from The Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes, and this is on page 528 or five and 529, and it's a section where you can just grab meditations for anything. Yes. And I just opened the book, and it just landed in the right spot for me. And right here it says, No harm shall befall you. No harm shall befall you, my friend, for a divine presence attends your way and guards you into the all good. 
Loving kindness awaits you at every turn of life's road. Yes. Guidance is yours along the pathway of experience. And, inf- and an infallible power protects you. God himself and no other is your keeper. I proclaim this for you. And here's one more that really lifted yes, me. Yes, yes, and yes. And it's yes. called, as love enters, fear departs. As love enters, fear vanishes. I am so filled with love that no fear can enter my thought. I am not afraid, for I know that a perfect intelligence guards and governs my every act. Perfect love casts out all fear. I am not. I am unafraid and strong in my faith in that inner presence that keeps me from all harm. Perfect love casts out all fear. And there was an affirmation that just popped in my head. Mm-hmm. It just came from my inside. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I heard it somewhere before. I'm not sure. But I remember this kept coming up, and it was perfect. It said, I don't need to defend myself. All I need is forgiveness. Yes. I don't need to protect myself. All I need is to forgive. Yes. You know, that's a – man, I was just thinking about this, and I'm glad that, that, that you just said it about forgiveness because – Usually when I'm really feeling bad, it's because I'm looking outside of myself for some sort of approval or some sort of sign that I'm okay. I'm looking for someone else to tell me that I'm okay. And usually I'm uh, at the same time, I'm holding some sorts of resentments. There's all this like stickiness right there. And, and I feel like the freedom comes when I remember who I am, when I start realizing that I am love and that I feel good, like we talked about, when I'm giving love. not Because it's not possible – to change the way anyone else is feeling. It's not, it's not, I don't have any control in that area, right? I don't have any, and if, if my well-being depended on what other people were doing and saying, I'd basically be screwed because I would have been born into a world where I am a victim of my surroundings. But as soon as I remember that it's my own mindset, it's, the, it's my own thoughts, it's the love that I'm putting out that matters, then the whole game changes. Yes, yes. And were you going to read something? Well, Alan Cohen says, uh, you cannot afford to make your happiness dependent on another's. You can love, bless, nurture, suggest, support, give, and honor. But in the long run, the only way the other person will be happy is if they choose to do so. And it's at the end, it says, if you've tried for a long time to make certain people happy and have not succeeded, then just give love. Assume that they are where they need to be for a reason, and someday they will make another choice. In the meantime, be happy yourself. And that, I'm telling you, that this week and with this subject, that has been one of the biggest sticky points is making – when I get on the highway to hell, it's because I'm attaching my well-being to other, what other people are thinking. Yes. And as soon as I stop doing that, I'm free because I realize – I even wrote an article in the newspaper this week about it. Like there's this principal who has – I don't know why. He's not very appreciative. But I don't know what you – know, but when I take that personal – I go into this bad mood. I make it, you know, blah, 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 self-pity. But when I realize, guess what? Other people see the same thing out of the guy. It's a choice he's making. Right. For whatever reason, he's protecting himself or yes. whatever. And uh, But the power comes in me remembering who I am and why I came to do what I do in the schools and why I'm doing like this radio show or whatever I'm doing. Well, we talked about that in a previous set. I am the good news. Yes. I don't need to worry about That's someone it. else being the, bringing the good news. Yes. Dude, that, man, when we realize it's like so simple, we have been given the right to just remember we are the good news. And Dr. Elizabeth at the um, Spirit, Center for Spiritual Living in Inglewood always says, 
what you're looking at, you're looking with. Yeah. Right. So as soon as if I really want to see the good, I have to look with the good. I have to become the good and yes. then look at the world and give the good to the world. And suddenly it'll start showing up everywhere I turn. And that is being on the highway to heaven. And then Jesus said, it's, it's inside you. Yeah, well, he didn't make two things. You know, like he said, it's inside us. It's, we didn't come here to get it. We came here to deliver it, to That's be That's right. And the more we deliver, the better we feel. And speaking about delivering yes. good news, we got a joke. Yes, we do. So here we go quickly. And this one's from our friend who wrote, I don't make them up. Reflection stories and jokes from a faithful fool, Reverend R. Tony Ricard, or the man of many titles. Because yes. he has titles after his name that we don't know what they are. Okay. <laughs> all hen-pecked husbands go to heaven. That's the title. One thing for certain is the fact that all good husbands will indeed go to heaven. Thank goodness for us. Yes. In fact, right outside of heaven, husbands will notice two special gates that are designed just for them. Over one gate hangs a sign that reads, for hen-pecked husbands. Hanging over the other gate was a sign that simply reads, for husbands. Hmm. As you could guess, the line for hen-pecked husbands was indeed very long. It was filled with all the men who were nagged, probed, and prodded by their wives. The line stretched almost to the end of the clouds. In the other line, there was only one man standing there. St. Peter walked up to the man who was standing alone in the four husbands line and curiously asked, So, were you not nagged while you were married? Why are you in this line? To which the man replied, I don't know. My wife told me to stand here. Postal Pitbull delivering the funniest thing, mail fan bag, and or fan is, mail bag. It is plump and juicy this week. Let's get two good ones out. There you go. All right. So look at this one, Daryl. This one came through. This one looks like it fell right out of the clouds. Yes, it did. It came through our funniest thing at Unity Online Radio. Dot .org yes uh email address at, at uh, unity online radio woohoo and this one says hey guys i enjoyed your show on a recent 12 hour flight if god is my co-pilot then daryl and ed are my in-flight entertainment keep up the great work all the best now keep in mind if we pronounce your name wrong it's a compliment yes and this one's a doozy so i'm going to try my best so it says, all the best, Paul Half a Fig. Half a Fig. <laughs> of course, I had to immediately say, where's the other half of the fig? And Paul, so, if I got your name wrong, please take that as endearment. I love that name, though, Half a Fig. I wonder where that the origin of that name, because maybe it did have something to do with figs. Could be from Halifax. Yes, yes. We have another mail here. This one, I'm going to rip it straight off the page of our Facebook page. And uh, we, Daryl and I posted a little quote from Abraham, who we've been quoting a lot today, which says, When your heart is singing, you are allowing well-being. When you are appreciating, you are allowing well-being. When you are yelling at somebody, you're not. When you're feeling insecure, you're not. When you're frustrated, you're not. And I need to have this one with me in the classroom. That's from Abraham. And we got a great response from Diane Bain Leonard of Michigan. She said, when you're laughing and enjoying Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, you're allowing well-being. 
Wow, that is a great compliment. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. I mean, I have a – let me share a quick funniest thing. Just the last couple of days, I've been doing all this. My head was going off in all, all sorts of directions. I just kept blessing it. I, My friend invited me to go surfing. I followed my intuition and said, all right, this is the thing to do. We ended up going to a new spot up by north of Malibu. We ended up walking down there. We saw whales. We saw – but then it didn't look like there was that many waves, but – we didn't know where, even where we were, but we decided to paddle out where there's just a few friendly-looking guys. Within 10 minutes, the perfect wave started coming through. The guy told us, oh, the tide just changed. The per- like, you can't even surf there if the tide was any lower. It had just gotten high enough because there's rocks that need to be oh, below the yeah, water. Yeah. We surfed for a few hours with the most friendly guys in the world. The same thing happened this morning. I had 20 minutes to surf. I went out there. In 20 minutes, I caught five or six of the best waves of my life, and then, boom, the tide changed, and it was gone. My friend arrived right at the end of the tide. I was like, dude, you should have been here, I swear, 30 seconds ago. So that was my funniest thing for the week. But, Daryl, you, you look like you're into some deep thought over there. What are you, what are you doing over there? Well, what did I, you figure out? Well, I'm actually contemplating something, and I, th- I think I discovered something. Well, what did you discover? Jesus was a phenomenon. Jesus was a phenomenon. The right... Path won't blow away. Jesus was a phenomenon. Jesus was a phenomenon. And the right path won't lead you astray. Jesus was a phenomenon. Jesus was a phenomenon. All right. Thank you for listening to Funniest Things. Subscribe to Funniest Thing Podcast on iTunes. It is easy. Just go to the iTunes store or the iTunes app on your phone. We love to hear from you. Send all your stories, comments, and suggestions to funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Subscribe to the Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed YouTube channel for great video episodes and more. Follow us on Twitter at Daryl and Ed and find the Funniest Thing fan page on Facebook. Thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. And remember, Jesus was a phenomenon. 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 (laughs) Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Somewhere, tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio. The teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, For Unity Classic Radio, words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio, words from our past. 
every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. If you are able to safely turn your attention away from the demands of your activities, quiet your mind and affirm. There is a divine plan at work in my life. I now relax, let go, and let it unfold. Listen attentively, inwardly, without projecting any thoughts about what you think should happen or be experienced. Become as a child. Trusting and receptive to the guidance of spirit within. This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Cupferly's God Will See You Through, is brought to you by Unity. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. 